Welcome to the Linz and Derek show. I mean, Drunk on Comics. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, it's not just the Linz and Derek show, though. Today nope, we have James We have James us. again. I came back. Yay! Yay. Yeah, it, was, it was fun. I, I'm trying to make more, more of a... More of an appearance. Good. Yeah. That, we appreciate that. Yeah. We, we need some fresh voices. Yeah. Uh, James reviewed a shitload of comics today. Well, two. Yeah. Well, that's a shitload for that's us. That's a lot though. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rain's Wall, Killer Be Killed, uh, Dark, Sexually Repressed Men. Awesome. Yeah, that's good. I got I got a little into the, the Forevers, number one, from Black Mass Studios. We, we talked about how Alan Moore is a crazy, creepy uh, Unabomber. We yes. can't forget to mention the oozing, inviting oh. vaginas. We talked a little bit about those, There might have been too. some vagina drops. Yeah. And moving right on from that, we talked about Wonder Woman a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman! Yep. That's a transition for you. Yeah. Uh, we also made some lovely booze at a book pairings. We'll just make you listen to this episode yes. and figure that out because we don't want to ruin the surprise. Nope. So. And don't drink and stabilize people. <clears throat> yes. yes. That's another good message. Yes. yes. So, uh, I guess, sit back, crack a fresh brew, and enjoy Drunk on Comics, episode number 221. Tony's not dead. We, we swear. Yeah, he's not. He's really not. He's really not. singer oh, of he's, all well, he's not really singing he's just kind of grunting kind of grunt talking yeah yeah like it's, it's, did he sing in like any of his like was that ever a thing no no i think it's just heroin yeah it's the heroin speaking i thought he was i thought he was full of god i thought he was all born again and stuff well god and heroin like mm. kind of fall in the same thing opiate for the masses you yeah know, that's true yeah that's i do true. like his heroin dealer has to be rolling in it right now like, <laughs> dude is loaded <laughs> The hair. He looks like a bad Dracula. Yeah, like, he looks. He looks. The movie Dracula. He looks like Geralt from The Witcher, but like heroin. <laughs> Meth Geralt. Meth. Yeah. Not even once. Meth Witcher. Oh my god! That I cannot believe that that was even allowed onto the Today Show. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, you know, they probably felt bad for him too. I'm sure they did, but. I mean, what was the the rapper guy just repeating the same thing? He was like Mike Jones. Yeah, like, doc, just his, they called him out as Doctor Ice. His name was Do, His name is Doctor Ice because his raps are so chill. They, they, <laughs> oh, oh, that's such an awful thing to say, Derek. But I'm laughing at it. Yeah, well, it, it's, I, well, it's it's kind of like Riff Raff. I mean, Riff Raff is an awful, awful rapper, but I listen to him. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to deny that. I used to listen to Mike Jones just because it was funny. Ice Age, Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Just repeat your name seventeen times and you have a rap album. I was like, shit, I could do this. Anybody we, can do this. We uh, we had a guy in the press room that worked third shift. His name was Mike Jones. Did you just scream, Mike Jones? We always just walk by him and go, who, who, who? And then finally he understood what we were doing. Wow. And then he, he still he no rolled idea with what you guys it. He rolled about. he rolled with it. No, it's you're not missing anything. Okay, you're good. Really <laughs> missing. No. You're missing like maybe two thousand and seven. You don't you never heard any Mike Jones raps? Oh my god, it was a, this rapper who just repeated his name over and over yeah. again. Yeah. That's not rapping. He also rapped his yelling. phone number at one point. Really? Yeah. Yep. That's right. Forgot about that. The rap song was like his phone number and he's showing Mike Price, Jones. The nicest mm. to write poems. I never say the same thing twice like Mike Jones. My Jones, who? My Jones, Jones. That was essentially Mike Jones. I'm very sad you didn't ever hear any Mike Jones. No. <laughs> this is this is what we. Bring. When did this come out? When is this a thing? Oh, from? We're, we're like we're almost like nine years ago. Yeah, like, mid to late two thousand, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, say I was doing something probably way more important. <laughs> That's fine. Hanging out in. Like, in northern Michigan, doing nothing? No. I moved to Grand Rapids in 2000. Oh. I've been here the for a while. The big city. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I've been here for a while. I've been here almost longer than I 
was up north now. I'm getting to that even point. Oh, man. I know. What does that mean, though, when I hit that point? Then this is your hometown. Like, if... Is that how it works? I think so. Can I not be a northerner anymore? I don't think so. We're all yeah. trolls. You never were over the bridge, so... That's true. <laughs> you have to pay the troll toll yeah. to get into the boys' hole. Never saw that either. It's always sent in Philadelphia. I have seen it's always, but oh, I thought listen, you were talking about the Vatican. Boys, oh. boys have this innate ability to just memorize lines mm-hmm. from every single thing they've ever seen in their entire yes, life. Yes, anything important just goes in one ear and out right. the other. Girls but can... are not like that. <laughs> I've seen all of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It was the the day man musical one. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. We do remember everything, <laughs> don't we? You, yes. It's because so I used to work at a video store. And all my male employees were at, all the time quoting mo- movies to me. And they're like, you work at a video store. How can you not quote movies? I'm like, I don't have a dude brain. I'm sorry. <laughs> it makes sense because my, my parents like divorced in 94. So I've basically been a battle rapper since the age of nine. Just by repeating everything I've heard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing statement. Um. Oh my god. Look, look at the look at the way kids are now. I know. That, that was my rant. That was my rant the other day. How we should we should blame divorce on kids now. Look at how they turned out. Yeah, they're terrible. Like you little bastards. If you want to laugh and Snapchat people, how about you feel some real emotion? Yeah. You're the reason we left. <laughs> oh, thanks. Even if they deserve it or not, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, not all children. I mean, just some. Yeah. Well, we are once again in good old Studio B with uh, <laughs> I didn't even know and, you were recording. Oh, oh yeah. Oh really? I think I may. Okay. I, I was kind of. I, I didn't know if he was or not. No, I no. mean, I'm always on, so it doesn't matter anyway. It's, it's way but... more fun to do it that way. <laughs> so yeah, Studio B for like week three in a row. I think like we're holding this month down strong. Yeah. Is it? I feel like we're on four. We might be. No, well, yeah, because we did one with just us, and then you came, and then just us, and then it's James is here again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good old James, tell us lovely stories, <laughs> this is, this and is regale so us fun. with tales. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, how how far how far back were you? Did that whole Corey Feldman thing happen? No, it was just the, it was like the tail end of the Corey oh. Feldman oh. conversation. So uh, we just we maybe we caught a little bit of Doctor Ice in there. Doctor Ice, <laughs> yeah, Ice. Um, it's tragic. And vampire Corey and yeah. how terrifying he is. It's tragic. But um, I think we should probably talk about some comics. Yeah, yeah. That is the name of the game. It is. I, I have a comic, but I heard you have a comic. You want to talk James about James has a James. few. Oh, I, I, brought, I brought a few. Oh, it's, it's buddy, kinda, go for it's it. It's kind of embarrassing. Do some, do some work. Do some work on those books. Um, Where do you want to start? Uh, I wanted to start with Hadrain's Wall. Um, and I was I was very, very excited about this one because it has to do with space. And I Shocking. Like, space! I, I, I like space. Um, but it's, it, was, it was explained as a like a neo-noir murder mystery but space is the is the background which is pretty cool um it starts off with you know a lot of people have different fears of you know buried alive spiders i I, my biggest fear is dying in hard vacuum and that's how that's (laughs) That's your biggest fear that's one of my biggest fears and that's how this one starts is a dude just his his suit venting his his faceplate cracking and him Oh yeah, yeah getting yep. all the oxygen sucked out of his yep, body. Yep. Freezing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, freezing. So that's that's a weird. That's a really obscure obscure fear. Uh, I mean, I get yeah. it. It's like, the I hate idea of it's terrifying. Yeah, centipedes are terrifying. But to me, like, yeah, I hate spiders. But like, really long hallways and dying in the, in the, the blackness of space. Where did the long hallways thing come from? I don't know. It just it, it you know I'm, I have a big imagination. Did like, you watch The Shining when on, you were too young or something? Well, I. No, I didn't. It, that's not what bothers me. I think it's just like I'm just expecting something to go wrong in this hallway. Like, Did you read House of Leaves? Is that what it is? That's a great reference. I read that a couple years ago. Fantastic novel. That and would it, and make that, you terrified of hallways. Yeah, yeah. I could go on for a whole three more shows yes. about that book. I'm almost offended you brought that up because that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> anyway, Hadrain's Wall, space, murder, murder, space. Um, yeah, murder I think that the. the, the beautiful thing about this is dude dies then all of a sudden you're with the you're with the detective whoever's being hired this happened 
around and about this space station. It's a jump ship, which is science fiction fans know a jump ship gets you from point A to point B, kind of like the Navigators and Doom, the guild, the guild ships. Um, the detective kind of looks like a withered Nathan explosion, because um, he just he kind of has that hunched over furrowed brow. But that's because he got divorced, and that's what happens to a man. Um, really cold colors, very blues and greens, dark colors, which kind of uh, gives you that feeling of coldness. It <laughs> sets the tone. Yeah, for it really space. sets the tone. And the only warm colors you get are memories, so you have that duality. Um, and space is such a beautiful metaphor for everything empty and depressing. True. And that's that's how this kind of starts off. So, um, yeah, dude dies. Guy goes up to the ship and runs into his ex-wife because surprisingly his ex-wife was boning the dude that died. And the dude that died also there's always a love tried triangle. to shoot him, or tried to kill him. He shot him four times, and then there's that animosity when he gets up to the ship. So he has to investigate the death of a guy that shot him four yep. times? Yep, and, and took and his And was boning him. his wife? Yeah, yep. Man, that's a that, rough beat. Yeah, that is a rough beat. That's a shitty draw. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, this has to do with space. No, it has to do with a dude who has a really shitty taste in women. <laughs> and, and him trying to deal with after the fact. So, okay, but yeah. it just happens to take place in space, yep. really. Yeah, and it's it's a good it's a good reference. The title Hadrian is he was a he was one of the good emperors of Rome. Uh, I think in like a couple hundred years AD, he built this wall across. I think this eight mile stretch in Britain, and uh, it references that. And he just did it out of paranoia. I'm doing this to separate this land from this land. It's good to have land. <laughs> I just learned something. Yeah, yeah look at that. Yeah. Knowledge bombs. Yep. Yep. Well done. So good book? Good. I recommend it. If you yeah. like space, you like murder mysteries, you like noir, pick it up. An yeah. Another lovely thing with that book is that our homie Rich Bloom from SourcePoint did design for that, that book. So uh, I have a question, and what does that mean? What you is... know, <laughs> I wish I had... I should ask Rich. Um, <laughs> let me see. <laughs> What is that? Because I I read a book called The Forevers this week that also had somebody who was noted for design, and I'm like, what is that? Is that like they're the layout artist, or they're making sure things are flowing together? I, I would or... send him a message currently, but he is not online. So what is that? I just I assume it's probably like panel layout. Yeah. And the nature would be my guess. Is um, it like you know how on a movie set you have somebody who like makes sure the continuity mm -hmm. is is always right from from scene to scene? I wonder if that has something to do with. I'm sure, it? it's like assisting with art and helping yeah. lay out panel to panel would be my guess. Huh. I mean, James Dean. From James Dean to Nathan Explosion, but less beefy. Yeah. It's, I mean, and see the color contrast? It's evident. Like, this is how things used to be. So is it, so... This is... This the is past? The, the past. Okay. Then, yep. The past. Look how, look at his brow. Look how furrowed and angry and... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got no, no lines in the past. Who's the Reason? colorist on that? Because that's a good contrast. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's very, I mean, it's, it's simple, but at the same time, it gets the point across. Like... Yeah. It even shows him in a car singing together. Oh, yeah. who did yeah. the colors on this? It, the art was done by Rod Reese. Mm -hmm. Rod Rice? Rod Reese. I'd say that's I'd say that's Rice actually. Yeah. R E I S. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Rod. I yeah. don't I can't everybody knows Our apologies. to this podcast knows I can't name good. Yeah. She's terrible at naming. I am terrible names at names. Things. No, the art in this is really good too. <laughs> it's not a style you see a lot either. It's kind of boxy and I it like is, it. It is, yeah. Which edges are very, very defined. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, it's quite an emotional ride too. When you think about it, you're like, "Oh wow, some shitty shit has happened to this guy." But well, if they, they can make you feel that in one comic book, then that's yeah, the job well done. Right? Oh, Andy's a pill popper. No, yeah. oh. painkillers. Well, you know, you got problems. A little bit like of Max Payne. A little bit of Max Payne. The pills. Payne. The pills. <laughs> that's funny. If I remembered how to laugh. <laughs> Foreboding. Nice. Yeah. All right. So, so one down. What yeah. else you got over there? Um, I picked up issue one of Kill or Be Killed. Um, not I to think. be confused with the supergroup of the mixture of Dillinger Escape Plan, Mastodon, and Salvatura. This is an actual comic book. Um, <laughs> By the fabulous Ed Brubaker. Yes. Um, of course. It's uh. It's it starts off. I mean, it, it's just like it throws you right into the middle of it, which I kind of like. 
dude in a mask and a hoodie starts running around killing things. I mean, it, yeah, that, that stuff wouldn't have... I mean, it just doesn't fly because, you know, white people do that a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Put on hoodies and, and masks. Then, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then, yeah... <laughs> You're like, oh, why is he doing this? And then you're like, oh man, maybe his maybe his wife left him for a dude that tried to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but no, no, like he, he, yeah, he's uh, he's actually it's it's another thing where this dude keeps getting played with. His heart just he's in his mid twenties or his late twenties. He's going through grad school, and this chick that he likes just like teases him. She wants to get with him, doesn't get with him, ends up boning his friend. He can't handle those emotions, man. So. It all comes to a head at night when a shadow demon ends up in his room and tells him, hey, you're going to kill bad people. Because he tried to kill himself. Yep. And the shadow demon saved him. That's right. Yep. You that, actually we talked about read this a little Yeah, you brought that up. That, and I completely forgot the fact that he actually tried to kill himself. Yeah, he tried to jump off the yeah, building. Yeah. And then he was like, oh shit, I don't want to die. He got and caught up in like a bunch of Like halfway down. Halfway down. Yeah. He got caught in like some clotheslines that take up and then just hit the ground. I was like, yeah. well, that was lucky. Yep. Wasn't fucking lucky. Yeah. Then mm. shadow demon came and... I really couldn't take it's the demon. demon. Yeah, I couldn't take the demon seriously because it's just like horns and then kind of a smirk face like you yeah. figure it's a demon He's like got Jason some... Lee from Dogma yeah except the demon <laughs> the demon is more like one of those dudes who's like hey come here let me show you something kind of like reminds me of Beetlejuice yeah, like, yeah kind of <laughs> yeah I got a candy bar for it yeah it's just it's so you know he, he has to you know a couple weeks go by you know you got a month to kill somebody bad he is like you he gets really sick starts <laughs> starts throwing up everywhere and, uh, like, like Derek, yeah. who yeah, is Yeah, my, my cold right now is... Yeah. he sounds like shit more than normal. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I normally sound really shitty, but I'm especially congested and shitty today. Yeah. So, so he, must have been, he must have been at DeVos Place for musical. He had a soothing lozenge. <laughs> and, uh, but no, the, the demon keeps, like, he doesn't, he doesn't want to admit that this actually happened. Like, you know, shadow demon came to me in my dreams. It was just my dreams. But he's still killing people. Yeah, well, that's, that makes it because he's so fucked up from getting sick because he's about to die if he doesn't kill someone. Yep. Right. And he's like, shit, I guess I have to. Guess I gotta kill somebody or else I'm hence. But he still doesn't be believe that it's a demon's issue. He still thinks that... He's, a... At the end of the first issue, he's coming to terms okay. with the fact that it is. Okay. And he's kind of plotting who he's gonna... How he's gonna go about finding... He goes about something. that, like, Dexter kill bad people. Yeah. 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 Okay, like a vigilante. Yep. Yes. Instead type. of the dad having, you know... Rorschach telling you to do it it's a shadow demon with, yep. with a with a really just i don't know i can't take the demon seriously with that face but yeah it's not even like not a good character yeah. design like yeah but it's okay yeah 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 you it's liked exciting. it too i did i thought it you was actually really... read it which is impressive i've been busy um <laughs> i thought it was a cool story i mean i picked up issue two but i haven't read it yet um so but i'm pretty stoked to check that out although the issues look like identical yeah, it's it's uh He doesn't have a mask on in the second one. Yeah. You can see how, how just sexually repressed he is. Yeah, you can tell that from the picture? Yeah. How can you tell that from the picture? Because I'm a guy. Oh. <laughs> you know we can, okay. we can smell our yeah. own. Yeah, is you that... know you know what you know what blue balling looks like. <laughs> yeah. Oh I Or like... shadow demoning. You so know. I opened the second issue and neither of you read this yet, but is this the way the panels are laid out in the first one yep, too? Yep, I, li- yep. I really like it when they do that, when they have the empty space on the side. There's blue boobies in this line. Oh, good. Yep. <laughs> Avatar tits. Yep. But I, I like when they fill, when they don't do traditional panel layouts in books. I bet you that's design. Oh. And once, once again, dark colors, dark yes. atmosphere. Well, and the the inks are really heavy in this yep, book yep. too. Yep. Heavy, heavy books. Yeah, just yep. heavy. You can feel the the weight to them. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yep. Looks good. So, was this Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips? I think so. Yeah. Yes. Well done, guys. It was right. solid. So I I am going to. Did you pick up another issue of Snot Girl that you're going to review this week? Pucker up and firmly place my lips on the ass of Black Mask Studios again this week. Oh good. Go. <laughs> Not Snot Girl. Black Mask Studios. So uh, I James am thoroughly in love with this publisher, Black Mask Studios. They put okay. out some of the best books I've read in the longest time. One of them being Four Kids Walk Into a Bank, which is just a fun read and they play D in it and they play video games in it and it's like the ultimate nerdy nerdy dream comic book 
So, so Stranger Things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> did, you, did you read Four Kids Walking to a Bank? No, Were you I there didn't. for that review? They both of you should read it immediately. Um, but this week I read The Forevers, uh, issue one. Well, look at you with a digital copy. I know, because I'm, I'm fancy. So, I'm, so, I'm so hesitant on, on e-reading. Um, you know, if you're not sure about first issues, I tend to, to go the digital route because... Ooh, that's that's cool. Yes, the, the cover is like watercolored. Yeah, I do watercolors. It's very pretty. That is... Um, the art in this is done by Eric Scott Pfeiffer, like Michelle Pfeiffer. 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 Uh, and written by Kurt Pyers. That so, white gold. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing, is that, that's, uh, Uptown Funk. Uptown yeah, Funk sorry, you said coming, Michelle. Coming, coming on over here. I, you said Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> and that's the first thing I thought of was that white gold. <laughs> Um, so the, what I really want to talk about in this, besides I'll give you a little synopsis of the story in a little bit, but the art in here totally has that style of, like, it was digital and then they painted over it. Like, have you guys seen Scanner Darkly, Mm -hmm. that movie? Mm -hmm. It kind of looks like that, except it's not in motion because it's not a movie. Or like early, late... Not really, like late '90s video games. It looks like it. it looks like, like cell shading, like, yes. like type stuff. Yeah, gotcha. characters look like like it looks like an emo band, like like. Well, promo picture. This book is about friends who are like on the brink of stardom, haven't quite made it yet. Okay. They uh, go through like a black magic ritual. Ooh, okay. And this is them, the beginning page where they're setting something on fire. That's them lighting like a sigil. Oh, that fire looked way... It looked like an oil fire yeah, in, like, no. Iran. I mean, it was just, like... It was huge, but that was yeah. them lighting this this sigil or whatever so that they would get this power that would make them successful. That always seems costly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. And I think that's what this book is going to end up being about because, essentially, it starts with them doing this and then it's it jumps ten years forward. Somebody has died who's important to one of the characters. There's seven characters total. There's six by the end of this book. <laughs> um, but it shows, so it shows somebody dying uh, who was important to one of the characters. Then it jumps even more forward um, where it shows like they're starting to burn out. Like they doesn't even cover their stardom. Like it skips over that entirely and it goes right to the point where they're all just becoming has-been stars at this point. And the main character that they're focusing on this one is a singer who's like doing heroin and and drinking. It's and a common theme for today. Does it? Yeah, yeah. First Corey, <laughs> Corey Feldman. So Corey yeah. Feldman is in this. Yes. So one of the kids. Way more attractive than Corey Feldman. <laughs> and it's a comic book yes. character. <laughs> um, and then the other character they focus on is, is an actress. And uh, she dies at the end of this book. And this is not really a spoiler because they tell, like, if you ever read the synopsis of this book, It'll tell you right at the beginning. One of them dies. Their power gets spread out between them equally. Oh. But they don't They don't know this is a thing until she dies. Okay. So she dies. They all get more power. And oh, then... so Jet Li has to go from reality to reality <laughs> yeah. until she dies. I get it. I get it. Yep. <laughs> so she dies at the end. They don't show uh, the power getting like spread out yet. But you learn that that happens because they tell you right in the synopsis of the book. So you kind of already know that it's going to happen. I don't know why they gave that important fact away in the little summary. There could be only one Highlander. <laughs> but, yeah, this is about to go Highlander. Yeah, honestly. well it sounds like one of them has figured it out already and maybe they're the ones that killed her. who are going to be killing the rest of them but you don't know which one it is or how they even figured it out. And then there's a little epilogue at the end that where they show these two dudes in like an office talking about them. They they call them the Forevers, the this group of people who obtained stardom. Oh. And they're just oh one of them died. Oh, we have to update our files now. And so now I'm confused as to whether they obtained this these powers magically or if this is like a, there's some people like controlling the it. corporation and an angel where they, <laughs> they were owned the by mediators. demons yeah so i don't i don't know where it's gonna go but i i'm, I'm interested in in finding out and i will totally just bend over for anything black mask puts out so <laughs> uh but the art like i said it's just really different than what i'm used to seeing i haven't seen but different is good it is it's because 
Hmm? It's the publisher. Publisher? Black Mask Black Studios. Yes. Black Mask You just said Black Mask Studios. Said yes. Literally multiple times you said Black, Black Mask Studios. Okay. Guys, everybody, just go grab a book from Black, Black Mask Studios. Young Terrorists, too. Young Terrorists was one of the best books I've ever read. Poor Kids Walking to a Bank. That was also super good. Um... The Jade Street Protection Company. I read yep. that one too. They have one out I have not read yet called Kim and Kim. That's supposed to be really good as well. And we don't belong here. Or we don't come here or something like that. Not a Black Mask original, but they put it out now and that's also a really good book. Although I can't remember the title of it, so that's my bad. But... <laughs> I, I, I really want to say it's written by Matt Rosenberg. I know that. We we don't belong here. We don't. We, we can never go home. We can never go home. I was so. That was. I was. I got Samsonite. the Samsonite. I was way, way off. off. <laughs> look, at, look at the names of the characters. They stand out. Jamie Ashby. Yeah. Kate Sage. Bronson Pierce. That sounds dangerously close to Pierce. <laughs> sounds, Pierce like a, sounds like a porn name. Yeah. Bronson Pierce. Carl Daughtry, Daisy Cates, Zachariah Cole. Why does that sound familiar? Zachariah Cole. That sounds like something from a western. And Alice Eden. Alice Eden. Yeah. How biblical. This the the title page is kind of cool because it's clear. Even though I'm reading this digitally, it's clearly a double page. Okay. Or maybe it's turned sideways in the book. I'm not sure, but it's almost like it's a song because it has like the track number one and then the title of the song and then it's got like a time. Look at those Three ideal body seven shapes. Seconds. Right? Look at that. They're perfect. Yeah. That's what black magic gets you. That's why people Perfection. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you dreamy. <laughs> so, anyway, pick it up and read it. That's that's what I got. Derek Sweet. doesn't have anything because he doesn't read. I talked about the Killer Be Kill one. I read that. <laughs> yeah. I read. I'm just busy. He's busy. I work a lot. And I sleep a lot. <laughs> And do, he does things. I got stuff going on. All right, fine. Life Whatever. Happens, man. Let's, Bro, life happens. Let's yeah. talk about um, our favorite, our favorite recluse. Our cra- favorite crazy. Our hermit. favorite crazy hermit comic book writer of all time. Well, didn't Alan Moore just take the cake? That's who we're going to exactly talk about. That's exactly who we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, my wife ordered uh, <coughs> Lost Girls. Oh. Which is it's porn. Very very. Porn. It's porny. Yeah. <laughs> Very porn. It's super porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the be- good. The beginning. The beginning is interesting because I picked it up. I only read a few pages of it because I was just like, wow, wow. There's a lot of wet vaginas in this, like, <laughs> like oozingly, just open, inviting wet vaginas. It's true. Yes. He, this is this yeah. isn't him being overly graphic. This, this is James is... saying vagina this time. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Really... I used to get in trouble for saying vagina all the time. Oh, that's a shame. I know. It's such a natural word. It is. So it's so much. It's so much more beautiful than penis. I agree. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he's yeah he's not being graphic. This is actually what the book. Have you ever seen? I have not. No. Oh my god, it is. It's pretty. It's pretty graphic. Alan Moore wrote it. Out of all things, my wife picked it up. Yeah. One of, I have a friend who doesn't read a lot of comic books, and last time I went to a comic book store with her, she's like, I really need to buy Lost Girls. And I was like, what? <laughs> Do you, can you not get porn? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> the internet. Yeah. I mean, you can get plenty of oozing, inviting vaginas on the internet. I mean... Because, I mean, it is a good story, though. I'm glad this Alan Moore conversation devolved into oozing vaginas. Yeah, Ooze, yeah. Oozing, inviting vaginas. Right. Yes. So Alan Moore is retiring from comics. Because he's old. Because he's yeah. sick of Batman. He's sick of him. Yep. Well, he's sick of comic books. He's basically sick of everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the good creative stuff already happened, so, so he's pretty much done. Oh, he needs yeah. to. He needs to get his hands on some comic books then. Well, he says he's going to finish. He's got a couple that he's doing for Avatar Press that he's finishing up. He has one more League of Extraordinary Gentlemen in him, like a graphic novel even though he doesn't like that term yeah uh because he's alan moore and he doesn't like anything because <laughs> he's a crazy old cranky Except person his hometown I mean, look at that picture of him he looks tired of everything he looks like he could like you could just swap him out with like 
a serial killer. <laughs> yep, let's say, like, look, look, let's play he, guess who's closer to death. Yeah. Alan Moore pretty or much George Ted R. Kaczynski R. in yeah. this picture. Yeah. He's going to be leaving you packages in your mailbox. Yeah, seriously, that like that that's a picture that someone puts on the news of like, hey, someone shot up another abortion clinic. That's a picture that they would use to depict the killer. I actually heard an interview with him on. NPR of really? all places the other day. And oh, they're so corporate. I don't listen to NPR. They, <laughs> they had to go to his hometown to interview him because he doesn't leave his hometown. Recluse. So he really is a hermit. He right? really is a hermit. Yeah. The gray recluse spider. And he's been so he's quitting comics besides the couple that he has left in him, and he said maybe like a single issue project here and there if he feels like feels it. Like it. Uh, he's writing a book, and from what I understand, it's a massive. Books. It's like Jerusalem or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and it's well, it's based on his hometown too. He has a huge boner for his hometown in mm. England, and this in, this book is supposed to be. It's not based on Jerusalem. No, but yeah, no. Yeah. From what I heard, it's just this crazy, like sprawling giant book yeah. that he's writing. It's like I can't remember what they said, but it's definitely over twelve hundred pages. Oh, long. Let's hope it's better than the stand. My guess is it will be. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If you really just let Alan Moore go, what are you going to get from him? That sounds... 1,200 pages of Alan Moore prose seems dangerous. It It does. It it seems daunting. It seems time-consuming. And, you know... (laughs) If it's good, it'll be amazing. Has anything on plot or anything been released? I don't know. Just just that it, it focuses on a town that's much like his hometown, and a lot of the characters are based on people that he knew or knows growing up in his hometown from what I gathered from the interview he did with NPR which when you listen to him talk like without looking at his face sounds amazing he yeah. sounds just like a cool British dude yeah. but then you see but his you crazy but if you see him talking yeah. it yeah. ruins the effect you're like this entirely. man is going to throw a fireball <laughs> yes <at him>. yep. <laughs> Yeah, he does look like a sad old wizard. Well, you, you, he does, he does. You expect like some like familiar to come up and sit on his shoulder. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! So, oh my god, what what are you guys' favorite Alan Moore? Uh, I have, to be honest, I've not read enough of him. No. Yeah. Darren? I always really liked uh, V for Vendetta. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the only that might. Be I mean, Watchmen is is good for like. You read? You haven't read the Watchmen? Oh, I've read the Watchmen. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. Watchmen. I've read, I mean, V for Vendetta, the Watchmen. I think they're the only things I've read by Alan. Yeah. From Hell. He oh, did. Okay. He did a great run on. Well, on, Lost Girls. I mean, you know, the first five he, pages of that. Yeah. <laughs> he did a. Yep. He did a great run on Swamp Thing. Yep. Which was really, really good. I think he's the one who wrote the story where Swamp Thing takes over Gotham because they, they. Swamp Thing and who's the girl that Swamp Thing is like a couple with? Oh, Do you God. remember her what name? Is her name. Shit. But anyway, they essentially like arrested her because her being with Swamp Thing was illegal because they're not the same species. But he was a person. He was kind of like the yeah. organisms that ate him just took on his essence, so he has like all his memories and stuff. Yeah. But so then he takes over Gotham and just completely naturizes the entire city. I mean, and ever since the first Evil Dead, I mean, there hasn't been that much growth between women and tree relations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Excellent 1980s reference. I mean, there hasn't been a spike in female on tree no. relations, no. By, but, you know... Well, because apparently there's a law against I'm, it. I'm rooting. There's a law, a law you're, against you're it. There's a law, there's you're a law against it. You're rooting for him. I see where you were going Man, there. that was a lot of puns. Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually not good at those either. That was just tree-related ones, just, yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah, I've just had to go out on a limb. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm here all night, folks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't all even right. have a tree-related response to that. I'm just broken. Yeah. That was kind of one. You're broken. Broken limb. Broken. Going on a limb here. Going on a limb here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Before we fall down this tree hole. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's stop while we're ahead here. Let's, let's put all that crap back in the trunk. and. <laughs> okay. All right. There we go. All right. Yeah. Well done, sir. I guess you squeeze one in there. That was, that I, was decent. I, I had to. I had to get one. Um... So, did you know that they're making a Ninjax movie? I knew there was something about uh, Valiant starting to make, like, 
I knew they were. Things. I knew they were. Things. I did not know it was Ninjax that they were going at, which makes sense. He's Somebody like, told me to read Ninjax. It's a good Valiant books are all really well. Yeah, everything Valiant's pretty solid. Yeah. Faith. Yeah, Faith is really good. Times. Yep, yep. All of all of their books. I read a. I hadn't read any Valiant, and I read Book of the Dead, which was just a little mini series that they did. It was excellent. Sounds James, you haven't read Faith. She's a plus size superheroine. I gobbled that up. That was the case. Oh well, it is. It is the case. You probably really like it. It's really okay. She was basically she's a geek girl, who so there's a character in Valiant Universe called the Har- is it Harbinger that activates the yeah, powers so. in people. She's like this super hardcore geek girl like me, and <laughs> she uh, he awakens like superpowers in her. So she's the, oh. goes from this girl who idolizes comic books and superheroes to being a superhero herself. Oh, so this, this new what. The, what group of people they were aiming at. Oh my yeah. god, it's just oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Sounds yeah. very empowering. <laughs> I, yeah. So they're doing they're doing a Ninjax movie. Ninjax is basically Valiant's what what would you what would you say he's closest to like he's kind of little Deadpool y Yeah, Deadpool like Snake Eyes yeah. kinda make a mind yeah. going to like G. I. Joe. Yeah. Um, okay. So they're going after him first. I think he's the fan favorite anyway. Yeah. Because he is like the comic relief a little bit too in his book, so they cast him though. For it is a movie, right? Now they're yep. not doing a TV series. Yeah, I think it's a movie. It's very exciting. I know. And again, it just proves how awesome they're doing. If they have a movie coming out already. Ninjack sounds like a like a AOL screen name. I would have like, <laughs> been denied in 1997. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know who any of these other characters that they've cast for this. I haven't read a lot of Ninja, but... Either, Who's but Clavicles there? Who's, Clav- Cla- who's Clavicles? Apparently someone who might be playing Ninjax. Chantel Berry. Yeah. I think she... She looks like a Chantel. It sounds like, um, she might be a Roku? villain? Yeah. Looks like she took Michael Jackson's nose. I'm gonna be really excited Look if they... Look at that nose. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna like be. The cog, got got him. Got it before they closed the casket. Is it? Was it South Park where his nose kept falling yeah. off? That's ignorant. No, I think it was. Well, it was either that or like an Eminem music video or something. Where it was South kept, Park where yeah. he kept falling off. That's ignorant. Where he was holding that's, blanket that's over the. That's yeah, ignorant. That's ignorant. <laughs> um, and then in other movie news, Star Wars is now going to be exclusively available on television through TNT? Yep. Turner, well, I think Turner's going to be TNT or TBS. Yeah. Any, uh, any Turner broadcasting. Weird. Why? Why would you go for those? Do people watch those stations still? They know drama. <laughs> Aren't they just reruns? I guess these are reruns. It's great if you want to watch shows with two names in them, like Rizzoli and Isles or <laughs> Franklin and Bash. Death Wish. Didn't they do? Is was Bird Notice on that? No, that's USA. That was at USA. Okay. Yeah, they only do shows with two names. Just that's, that's it. In leverage, but oh, well now they will have Star Wars, the movies. Well, there we go. Exclusive, exclusive rights, I think, to playing them on cable. Apparently, TNT is going to show Phantom Menace beginning September twentieth. Yay! Which, uh, oh, tomorrow. Yay! We can watch shitty ass <laughs> Phantom Menace. Yay! Cool. <laughs> But I mean, that's that's a good deal for them. Darth, Netflix still has streaming rights. Though, Darth Maul was the best thing ones. to happen to Star Wars since the eighties. It's just yeah. Darth Maul was yeah. Okay. And then they killed him off, but that movie yeah. was terrible. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan at well, all. Well, here's but. the thing. I don't like it either, so I'm not defending it. But the movie was made for new Star Wars fans. Oh yeah. And yeah. the people who saw it were not all new Star Wars fans. Yeah. They were old Star Wars fans, and old Star Wars fans hated it. But, like, my little brother loved it because it was one of the first Star Wars movies they ever saw. Jar Jar Binks was the worst thing that ever happened to Star Wars. (laughs) Um, Well, then then they had Anakin, which, you know, as a kid... A kid sees a kid and go, I can be Anakin, and then, you know... And then they find out that they end up in a mental institution later in life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that guy's... Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman ended up (laughs) all over the place. I think he actually makes Corey Feldman look really successful. Oh, yeah, he does. Now he's got got meth sores. Didn't he try to kill his mom? 
I he just went. It looks like look at his mug mugshot. It looks like some you know you know how those white kids are. Yeah, where they look like they're dry around the mouth. Yeah, yep. <laughs> just like a split lip. What's going on? <laughs> the computer was so loud there. Red too. Um, <clears throat> have you ever heard of the the fast food chain Whataburger? I've heard of it. I actually thought it was Wahlburgers at first when I saw the, yeah. the thing. Have you heard of this chain? No, but that looks like the Wonder Woman symbol. Exactly. It yeah. does. They're suing, or they're they're not suing. I guess they are... They're pissed at DC because the Wonder Woman symbol looks just like the Whataburger symbol. Yes. Wasn't the... Hasn't the... How, wait a minute. When was this comp, When was this burger place brought about? That is a good question, and it is in 1950. Oh. In Texas. So, it's been around for a while. Not Wonder Woman's in her 50th year, I believe. I, I do have to say, though, I, I don't know how seriously I take Whataburger for bitching, because they're also basically trying to complain to anyone that has what in the name yeah. of it for any sort of, like, store, restaurant, whatever. So, what a cake, what a dog, what a pickle. All these people, they also have problems Yes. With. Apparently, you can't use the word hot. Right. So essentially, the Whataburger sim or symbol or logo is a lot like the new were Wonder Woman logo, mm -hmm. with but it's got five or six little W's. Yeah, it's got five, like and then when again, it's got five W's. Yeah, and Wonder Woman's. I mean, it's so it's got the layered it's W it's, effect. It's layered, but the thing is, is they've been using this Wonder Woman logo for a while now in the comics. Yeah. And the only reason these people are bitching is because now the movie is coming yeah. out. And they have, like, shirts and things. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're trying to steal our gimmick. Our nobody... Copyright infringement. Nobody thinks that except them. No. But also, why wouldn't you just pony up and be like, hey, Wonder Woman, you want to do, like, a Carl's Jr. thing here like the X-Men did and be our sponsor? We can have Wonder Woman burgers. No. What a crack of shit. <laughs> you think you think you think a Texan's gonna try to gonna party up with somebody? No, it's a Lone Star State. <laughs> One thing we hate more than women and faggots. We hate both of them. Do you think that's what it is? Is they hate women, so now they're trying to shut Wonder Woman down. I think she kicked it's te it's Texas. She kicked. I ass. think Wonder Woman would beat the shit out of. Well, Wonder, Wonder Woman could just just destroy the state if she wanted to. I mean, and yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't hate Texas, but no. I think Texas would hate me. I'm just saying that. <laughs> it depends Why on not? We've already, we've already alienated alienated their listeners in sure. other countries. Why not just the South? Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. I mean, Austin's a cool place, right? Uh, Texas <laughs> you can probably is, hang in Austin. Y y Austin sounds fun. Going on for some little South by Southwest yeah. action. I'm sure I'd go there and just fucking eat a lot. I mean, it's... <laughs> <And> <laughs> skeet barbecue? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I there's a place in Byron, or uh, on Byron Center called the Dallas Deli. And you know, if that's a representation, I, I'll go to Texas. <laughs> really? Is it good? It's oh delicious. my god. It's barbecue. What? It's just this little tiny hole in the wall. Dude, there's like... There's like it's on like Let's give them some free advertisement. Say, let's give them some free advertisement here. 36 yeah. in Byron Center yep. in Wyoming? Yep. Okay. It's this little tiny like tiny hole in a wall. It's just a takeout place. Is it in like yep. a mini mall? No, it's just oh. a freestanding thing like right there. <laughs> it's yeah. by... It's It Center. shares a... Uh, Isn't that where the family video is? It's really close to that. Okay. It shares a... Form, it shares uh, the same building it's as... It's a little a south. Former... Um, uh, haircut place called the Lion's Mane. Okay. Which there's nothing in there anymore. Right. Just, but it's yeah, an old house. The smokers are out back. There's <gasps> there's three tables. I there's want like barbecue now. <laughs> and and the coleslaw. Oh my god. Would kill for. I have just recently obtained an appreciation. For I would coleslaw. fight a cop for the coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> it is ridiculously good. Oh, jeez. Okay. What well, up, Dallas Deli? Shout out. Now I'm really hungry. <laughs> so, James, new Spawn movie's coming out. Yeah, that's exciting. That's really exciting. Hopefully so it doesn't have John Leguizamo in it. Oh, God. Hey, he wasn't bad as clown, okay? Really? Come on. He did a good job as clown. The movie was shit, the movie I know. was shit. The movie was shit. But oh, yeah, God. it was. A bit. Yeah, uh, Todd McFarlane apparently wrote a script for the new one and was yeah. sharing some concept art. Um, I'm Who would you out. like to see play Spawn? Oh, that's a good mm. question. Yeah. Um, Idris Elba. 
Yes, I I, I think we brought him up yes. last time, and you I have a, a still have a man crush, man crush on. It hasn't gone anywhere. Well, he could do anything. Or the guy that plays Luke Cage now. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Okay. I don't know if he can get Tyrese. evil enough though. <laughs> no, Tyrese. I just think of him trying to pick up. Just like Tay Diggs to be spawned. Tay Diggs. I got my face chopped off in a movie once. Yeah. <laughs> Literally lost his face. <laughs> What yeah. is it, Michael Jai White? Wasn't he the... Yeah. Yep. I, he could do it. Well, nah, I don't know. He's in... Uh, he was in Arrow, Michael Jai White. Yeah, was he was he uh, White Claw the, yeah, or something? Yeah, the Panther dude. Yeah. yeah. The claw dude. Yeah. He, did, he, still, he still looks good. Yeah. Oh, and he's actually, in immaculate shape still. I think he looks better now than when Wasn't he... Wasn't he in that, like, Mortal Kombat thing they did? Originally, Jax in, like, yeah. the original, like, one that they did as the teaser the, thing? The, um, the original fan-made one? Yes. So I think the, they changed it afterwards. They did, when they did the actual in series. The original did you ever yeah. see the one where Baraka fought <laughs> Johnny Cage in, the, in, the, in his, like, loft apartment? Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah. And they made Baraka to be some sick surgical freak. Are we thinking yeah. about the same thing? Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I I don't know who I'd want to play Spawn. I mean, it's just, it's it's big shoes to fill. <laughs> well, from what I understand, the way Todd McFarlane is talking about this movie is that he doesn't want Spawn to be a character as oh, much yeah. as... An idea, yeah, like the boogeyman. So he's the he's the bad thing in the shadows that will kill you if you're like right. a murderer or a rapist or something. So does that mean they're gonna have somebody playing shit? Al Simmons. Thank you. I'm, right, wasn't it? Yes, wasn't that's right. I knew if I heard it, I'd know it. It Don't sounds kind of like the um the the old like '90s cartoon on HBO, kind of because he was kind of the same thing. In right. Bed. Yeah. The boogeyman aspect. Yeah, whereas instead of just a guy with a latex. Yeah, yeah. Painted on latex. Unfortunately. Which is, you know, I mean, if you do it right, it could be good. Yeah, God, that movie was bad. <laughs> it hey. had a sick soundtrack, though, with techno industrial crossovers of metal songs. Did that movie come out pre Blade or post Pre Blade? Blade. Pre Blade. But post Crow, right? Yeah, yeah really post Crow. Okay. Crow was like 94. Right. Which hasn't there been talks about redoing that? Oh yeah, uh, uh, well they've cast for that movie already because um, my boyfriend is in it. What's his name again? I can't even remember. Jason Momoa, Aquaman. Oh yeah, that's he's yeah. gonna be in it. He's dreamy too. Why are you looking at me? Oh, Cal Drogo. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why are you looking at me like this? We talked about this. Yes. No, no, you're, you're fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I could get down with like a dark, uh, scarier spawn. That'd be great. Dark, violent. Watch That's bad how people it get killed. Should in be. Ways. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, not some stupid. So if they do it right, and if Todd McFarlane's involved, because I don't know how involved he was in the '90s version of that movie, but God, clown! I, I don't know how you like John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo's amazing. No, he's not. Oh my God, he is so good. He was awesome in Tu Wong Fu. Of all movies to reference, you pull out Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar? Yes. Julie Newmar was, was Catwoman. I, I was about it's to bring up Tibble from, from fucking <laughs> Romeo oh, yeah. and Juliet. Yes. I mean, he was a fantastic Tibble. Yes, he was great in every Baz Luhrmann movie he was in. Wasn't uh, Patrick Swayze in yes. Tu Wong Fu Wesley and Snipes? Wesley Snipes? Yeah. Yep. I have movie, not seen that movie. Is, they're cross-dressers. I'll watch it. It's so good. It really is. It is, and they look. Wesley Snipes makes a very pretty woman. So does John Leguizamo. Patrick Swayze, not so much. We're getting off topic here. We always get off topic. One sad thing that that I won't. I mean, what I loved about the '90s cartoon was Keith David's voice. Because he was the voice of Spawn in that. And Keith David has one of the most amazing voices ever. Yeah. Like, if people are like, oh, I want, I want Morgan Freeman to narrate my life. No. Keith David. Oh, Keith David. Yeah. Oh, you do. He's uh, the Navy commercials, right? Isn't that what it is? Join the Navy. Does he do the voice? No, that's the guy from the He was in... Uh, Have you ever seen Requiem for a Dream? He, well, it's been a really long time, so uh, I'm remember the Remember the dude at the end that pays... That, that, that basically gives... Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly, the double, heroin. The dildo, oh, yeah. Or the double-ended dildo. Yeah. yeah. He also was, uh... Well, he was in They Live. He was in They Live when he fought Roddy Piper for, like, live. six hours. I have not seen They Live. How Shut have up. you not have seen, you seen The live? Thing? I, I have seen The Thing. He was... He, the he's the, he's okay. the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's the only black guy yeah. in that. Well, no, I think, he's, I think there's there's a couple, but he's the one that survives. Yeah. Okay. Do that in a horror movie, a black guy survives. That's a first. John Carpenter was progressive. Revolutionary, yeah. yes. Yes. Good for John Carpenter. So. Oh, man. Oh. Are you he also was the voice of the Arbiter in Halo 2. I, that does oh, nothing for me. Funny. I'm sorry. I play video games, just not that one. You didn't play What? No. What? I didn't play Halo. Oh, Halo 2 was the last one I played. You're not missing anything. Tomb Raider. Halo 2 was the last one you played? Dead Space. Dead Space is my one of my favorite I franchises of all time. Portal. Portal's good. Yep. Dead Space. Doom. Dead Space is just poetry Dead, to me. I love Dead Space. It, all three of them. Fatal Frame. I played the hell out of those. Those were, those really were, those were actually pretty creepy back They in were the day. super creepy. Because it, it was one of the first... Uh, games that you could play that you could connect to your surround sound, mm-hmm. and there was lots of children running around. Oh, yeah. and lots of children lots of, are creepy. Lots Dead Space of was the only game that actually made me scared while playing it ever. See, I was so immersed in the storyline that I wasn't scared at all. But I grew up playing survival horror, so it yeah. really wasn't a thing. Like, but but Fatal Frame though, that's like you did, Japanese like, take girls pictures of people yeah. to capture their souls because they were dead and they were trying to kill you. I mean, if you put a horde of zombies in a hallway, I'd be like, bring it. I got this. I know what to do. But if I go in a room and there's, like, a little girl in a white dress with, like, wet black hair covering her face, that's okay. I'm gone. See you later. You out? I'm out. That's what Fatal Frame was. Yep. Essentially. Yep. It's creepy as shit. And the the kids running behind you with the the surround sound. Yep. Was always made it worse. Yep. Um... Happy belated Batman Day, you guys. Yeah. Um, it's funny because we're recording this on the same day we're probably going to post it, so that's, <laughs> that's fun. Um, yeah, I actually missed Batman Day because I was down at the Notre Dame game, but... I didn't even know it was Batman Day, and I went to yeah. Comic Signal for the first time. Yeah? How yeah. was it? Oh, fantastic. Loved those, it, guys were, those guys were really, really great. They weren't, I mean, were they weren't doing anything for Batman Day? Uh, they did. They were. They oh. were all dressed as Batman. Oh, awesome. Yeah, they also had like oh. 10% off all Batman-related nice. things. Oh, because nice. I don't give a shit about Batman. I didn't buy any Batman stuff, so... Yeah. You should, though. Batman's really good. I was just gonna ask you guys what your favorite Batman series run ever... Cider and Capullo. Okay. Oh, just the... the yeah. Recently. It yeah. was so good. Okay. Uh, in the 90s, uh, Dark Horse did a Batman versus Predator crossover. Oh, yep. That was the only Batman-related shit I read. Yep. And, was, uh, yeah. Predator beat the shit out of him. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> kind of cool. And then he brought he brought the tactical bat suit out, and then they had then they went at it and got his ass kicked again. And then Alfred out of nowhere with the blunderbuss. Yeah, yeah. Alfred's badass. And it ended. Uh, it ended how the second movie ended with they killed Predator, commit seppuku, and then they gave Batman a present. Like, hey, you won. Good job. Oh, well, they're they're nothing if not noble creatures. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're hunters. <laughs> I mean, they have a code of honor. Right. You know, yeah. give him, cut him some slack. I don't know if I have a favorite Batman run. I mean, I really do love the Killing Joke. That's kind of, I think everyone else. Elmore, Elmore. Yeah, I like Hush. <laughs> Hush is which amazing. I actually just read recently because of I told you. you. Yeah. Yes, I told you Hush was yes. so good. It was really good. That was a really good. The Riddler in that. Mm-mm. Oh my God! Yeah. So creepy. Yeah, that was a really good one too. Um, but I also really like Batman in Identity Crisis. Did you ever read that? I don't know if that? I did. So, in Identity Crisis, <clears throat> they are in the Watchtower. Sue Dibney, who is uh, married to the Elongated Man, is in the Watchtower just hanging out. The one in space. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Uh, the, Watchtower? the Watchtower? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's Captain Cold or Captain Boomerang or Dr. Light or one of those... Z-grade villains. One of the, the rogues from Like, Flash, yeah. yeah. Breaks in and rapes her in it. Oh, that's And the, the... He gets busted and, like, a bunch of the... Like, Zatanna and stuff erase his memory. Oh, this is the one where they erase, like, Batman. And Batman walks in on him doing it and they erase his memory, too. Oh, they straight up men in black is that? And he gets... After that, he gets super paranoid and that's when he creates OMAC. Which then gets stolen by Max Lord, who uses it against everybody, and then Wonder Woman ends up killing him because he kills the Blue Beetle. But it was a great series, and I think the paranoid Batman aspect of it in that one was really great. But that whole... Yeah. 
that whole series was really fucked up. I've never seen DC Comics do. So if I were to, if I were to, being as ignorant and as far, I mean, as just behind as I am, what Batman storyline should I start? Uh, once I get the graphic novels back from uh, Matt, I can loan you, okay. um, like, the Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, like, New 52 ones. Okay. They're so good. Give, give me something dark and heavy. There's Court of Owls and okay. all that was yeah. really, really good. All right. Yep. Anything, anything 80s Alan Moore Batman is yep. also really good. I think I have a film joke here somewhere. And, um, yeah, Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder, though, they really, they re- there wasn't a lot of New 52 stuff that was great, except for Batman. He was, that was a pretty amazing run. Yep. Um. Yeah, all my stuff's, Matt's got it, so. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. My, uh, my suggestion to anybody who's new to reading DC is to read Identity Crisis, and then, uh, Infinite Crisis or Crisis on Infinite Earths, and then Fifty Two. <laughs> there we go. That's that's my favorite ever, always, forever, and ever. Amen. It's, it's pretty Lobo heavy though. So okay. So did anyone come up with anything for booze in a book this week? I do have booze in a book. Oh good, because I was just gonna make something up. But no, I have I have uh, Doom <laughs> Patrol came out this week. Okay. Number one. I saw that. Did it I had a burrito on the cover, which is pretty awesome. At least the one I saw. I don't know. If the version you saw had a burrito on the cover or a chalupa or whatever it I don't was. Remember that. But it was pretty awesome. Um, but essentially, uh, a good portion of this um, book takes place in an ambulance because okay. it, the two characters that it focuses on are ambulance drivers. Okay. Little bringing out the dead, not as. I was just about to bring that up. Not as uh, weird or Nicholas no Cage. <laughs> um, but it's a fun read in Doom Patrol they're bringing it back and I'm kind of excited about it um, but I am pairing this with a red beer or a red eye which is essentially a Bloody Mary mixed with beer <laughs> okay <laughs> and you know it wakes you up keeps you keeps you going and uh, if you Salt have you a up. hangover or if you're drinking before work it's a good thing to uh, take that edge off so that you can function properly like when you're trying to save people's lives because you know yeah, because because you know a buzzed EMT <laughs> It's better than a just hungover. Just, it's one. better than a hungover. <laughs> yeah. like, but if you're an EMT, why do you just bag yourself? Yeah, like if like, I in if, an ambulance, ceiling's like a buck. Well, <laughs> I'm not driving an ambulance. I'm just pairing this with a book. They weren't drinking. I'm not going to say that they're advocating drinking while <laughs> while, being, <laughs> while being, an being an ambulance driver. Not just drinking this and driving. Not, this did not happen in the DC book at all. <laughs> they weren't drinking or doing anything. Like popping pill. This is a DC book, so let's, you know, <laughs> bring it back a little it's bit. Not like the fix or something. No, no, oh no. Which have you been keeping up on that? Yeah, that's it's the one I have been reading. I got the one this week. I haven't read it yet, but is it still amazing? It's still funny. Yeah. Oh my god. That that was a really good first issue. I haven't read any of them. They're, they're all. Funny. Are you buying? Yeah. Are you, you're not downloading them. No, I get them every. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you were getting them digitally. Or no, hard no. Copies. I'll have to steal them from you. They're around here somewhere. Some I don't point. know if I have any filed or not, but I'll figure it out. Um, all right. So, James, you have a final thought? Because yours are always really good. And extensive. Uh, <laughs> I apologize ahead of time. Um, no, I, uh, I, something caught my eye earlier this week, uh, or last week, that was that got me excited, which uh, a Rick Remender book coming out called, uh, I think it was Zero Two, or... Seven to Eternity. I think it's called Seven to Eternity. That sounds right. Um, I love Rick Remender. Yeah, yeah. And what we were talking about earlier, he was actually on the writer team for Dead Space, the first one. Uh, and this looks just as batshit crazy the way I like it. Uh, it looks like it has to deal with demons, heaven and hell, magic. It looks pretty dark fantasy. Uh, pretty awesome. excited about it. I think it comes out tomorrow. Or, no, it comes out Wednesday. The 21st. Yeah, the 21st. Uh, so pick that up when it, when it happens because I'm excited. Just don't tell me about it if you see me. <laughs> so um, he's giving you a pre, so you can add it to your to your list. Yeah. And also, if you like Three Inches of Blood, no effects or lag wagon, I think he did some artwork for their covers, too. So. All right. Yeah. Say, list those off again. What were those? <laughs> lag wagon, no effects, and Three Inches of Blood. Oh, I know, I know who no effects is. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Out of that list. Yeah. Well done. So yeah, uh, I I have actually like I'm getting more and more into keeping an eye on what art or what writer to look for, and uh, I appreciate his stuff. So yeah, yeah, he's, re- he's really great. I think he's one of the people that's on 
Tokyo Ghost. Tokyo Ghost, yep. yep. Which is an also... Which I have yet to pick up. It's I've... really good. Sean Gordon Murphy's on it, too, who I have a lady boner for. So, that's sweet. Uh, there you go. Well, yeah. I guess uh, stay thirsty for some Rick Remender. Mm-hmm.